Imagine going to the movies with the family, excited to see that new Detective Pikachu movie, but you got something completely different instead. That and much more here on Downloadable Gaming. Game begin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Downloadable Gaming Podcast, your weekly gaming survival guide. We're going to get into that story later on in the show, but we do have some more news that we got to get into. The first one is, of course, more rumors about the PlayStation 5. So the latest rumors on the PS5 is that this company called Tidux posted on Twitter some new little features that are coming to the PS4 in terms of software updates but the thing is because it's so late in the playstation 4's life cycle that this may be a feature on the playstation 5. some of these include wish lists gifting time logs for all the games you play trophy progression and the ability to ping games on your dashboard now as a playstation 4 user as a ps4 owner and just a lover of all things playstation i actually like some of these ideas I specifically love the gifting and wish list for the PlayStation Store because I can remember my 21st birthday, one of my friends bought me Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if it was my 21st or my 22nd birthday. He bought me Horizon Zero Dawn and he tried to sneakily go on my PlayStation. He asked me for access to it. He went into the PlayStation Store, whipped out his debit card and proceeded to buy the game for me. And this little wish list or gifting would make doing things like that so much easier because I know a lot of PlayStation users and being able to just gift them a game or have them put a wish list of any games or anything that they want is so much easier than me having to go to GameStop and get it myself and try to guess what they want or me having to pull one of his moves. Now, these little features are not unheard of. We actually see them with the Xbox. Uh, Xbox seems to have a lot of these same features already on the Xbox One. Trophy progression, wish lists, time logs, all that good stuff. But it's good to see PlayStation finally getting into it. And yes, this might be a hint that these will be some of the basic features that will be in the PlayStation 5. I'm more than sure of that. About time your burnt woke up. You okay, Johnny? Yeah, aside from almost getting sent to the chair, I'm f***ing great. Speaking of games and gaming consoles that I love and I own, uh, Saints Row actually has some news coming out today. So Deep Silver actually gave us hints about new Saints Row news. And they put up on Twitter asking everybody to go back and follow Saints Row on YouTube. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't checked on Saints Row's YouTube channel in a pretty long time. And I was right because I went and checked their YouTube channel. And they haven't posted content before the past two weeks. They haven't posted in about four years. So think about how nuts that is. To not post anything in four years and all of a sudden, oh yeah, we're back. And you know what they're back with? Content saying how Saints Row the Third is now on the Nintendo Switch. I hope I'm a pretty good editor because I'm trying to get crickets on that part. Saints Row the third, the third game in Saints Row is coming to the Switch. 
Why on earth are y'all putting that in? Look, look, listen to me. I'm a pure Saints Row fan. I loved the Third Street Saints. I loved all the gangs that were in all the games, but I absolutely hated the way that game pivoted on the third one and on the fourth one. I hated the fact that you went from a leader of a gang to international superstar and president of the United States. It was stupid. Nobody wants that. And now you're going to skip Saints Row 1 and Saints Row 2 where you guys literally could have competed with GTA because your pivot was your more cartoon version of violence. And instead, you want to give us the international superstar one. Or you want to give us the president of the United States because I'm pretty sure you're going to make Saints Row 4 for the Switch as well at some point. Guys, I want Saints Row 5. I want to go back to leading a gang. I want to go back and get my closure from the guy Dex from the first game for blowing us up on a boat. Give me that. Don't give me this crap how you're going to make it for the Switch. I get it. It's your chance to make a little quick buck. But come on. This franchise has been dead for a long time, and y'all have done nothing to resuscitate it. Okay, guys, we got some more news coming up in a bit, but first, a word from our sponsors here at Anchor. Okay, we're going to get back to that Detective Pikachu mishap in just a minute. But first, speaking of Detective Pikachu, we got some news from the writers of that movie, who says that they actually have ideas for a Super Smash Brothers film, a film on Super Smash Brothers to be made. So listen to this. According to the writers, they're saying that they can take a Avengers slash MCU approach where they make movies based on the individual characters and then bring them all together to this Avengers-like movie to bring them all together and that will be the Super Smash Bros. film. <sighs> How do I say this kindly? I don't want a Super Smash Bros. movie. Jesus. The, okay, this whole thing with taking video game characters and making them into movies is severely hit and miss. Look, it was a hit with Tomb Raider. I get that. It was a major miss with Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I know that. I'm still waiting on this Uncharted movie that no, nothing seems to be happening with. You got Detective Pikachu, which from what I see is a hit. You have Sonic, which is looking like a major miss because they can't even get that image for Sonic, right? And now all of a sudden, y'all want to focus on this whole, oh, Nintendo Super Smash Brothers universe. For what? What you gonna do? Make Link look like less of an elf? Make him look like more human? What? You're gonna make Toad look like an actual frog? What you gonna do? You're gonna make Mario tall? Yeah, listen. This this whole adaptation of making video game characters as movies. Yes, when I was a kid, I wanted every single video game to become a movie. I know that. That was my problem. Now that I'm an adult, now that I've been doing like movies and TV shows, films for a couple of years now, it's hard to do that because it's hard to live up to people's expectations. Just look at the people who are roasting that Sonic movie. And it's not even out yet. 
It's not even out yet. So, I, I don't understand what y'all are going to do for those. Like, what you going to do? You're going to remake Ocar Ocarina of Time? Are you going to remake Super Mario Bros. 3? Are you going to remake Metroid Prime? I want, I want y'all to think very long and hard about how exactly y'all figured to do that. To all these writers who think, oh yeah, we can make a Super Smash Brothers film, but we gotta do it in such a way where we have all of the characters have their own individual films, and then we'll work on it from there. First off, I wanna know how y'all get Nintendo's permission to do this. Cause Nintendo won't even let YouTubers post content, post videos with their characters without A, their permission, and B, giving up like what? half of their revenue from those videos so i want to know how y'all expect to do that look everybody wants to be that person everybody wants to make video games into movies because they are lazy because nobody wants to come up with an original idea for a film everybody just wants to basically have user-generated content take something that's already popular and let's mold it into something else because we know we can get more people through the door with the name i'm pretty sure detective pikachu sounded way better than detective psyduck and that's even if there was never a detective pikachu video game sounds about right because there's already a name attached to it i'm pretty sure you could get people in there with a Legend of Zelda, with a Metro Prime, with a Captain Falcon, maybe a Captain Falcon, a Star Fox movie, a Super Mario film. Yes, you can get people in there, but is it going to be good? I doubt it. Next up, we got some news from the PC universe. And this actually involves Apex Legends. So if you don't know, Apex Legends is one of these awesome battle royale games which actually took the world by storm like this video game came out of nowhere and now they're coming up with a new rule to fight people who literally mooch off of their team so i'm pretty sure everybody's played multiplayer games at least at one point in their lives and at one point in their lives they have had teammates quote unquote teammates who literally sit back do nothing and collect the XP when their team wins without having contributed a single thing. And let me tell you, if you've never had that happen to you, congratulations, you're that guy or that girl. Now piss off of our games. But now, Apex Legends is having something different. Now they're gonna start temporarily and permanently banning people <laughs> from doing absolutely nothing. You heard it. They're going to temporarily, and in some cases permanently, ban people from Apex Legends if they try to just piggyback off their team without incorporating any work for themselves. Now, this can go one of two ways. This could be a really good idea, or this could be a really bad idea. It can become a really good idea for getting rid of a bunch of people who don't do anything at all. Uh, but this could be a really bad idea for two things. One, it really does involve how do you determine what's piggybacking and what's not. If you tell me there's a limit, like a minimum amount of stuff you have to do, I know plenty of piggybackers who will do the absolute minimum, 
do just enough and then they're gonna be like okay i'm good now i can just mooch it i could just mooch off of my team and do nothing from that from that point on basically and i know plenty of people who may and will get accidentally banned because they're trying to play tactically i know from playing battle royale games like fortnite and pubg that you can go minutes maybe even half a match without running into a single person unless of course you go to the public areas that you know everybody be at but we try to avoid those now if you play like that do you get banned i don't know how apex legends works because i've never touched that game before in my life but i'm very curious on how that will work out and i'm very curious on how the developers behind it who are going to be enforcing this rule handle any kind of objections to getting banned because this is something i have never heard of any studio or developers doing with their games and we'll just see how that one goes hey team dlg yep you know we're on facebook too right on top of getting these podcasts through Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more, if you want a more visible version of these stories, check us out on Facebook at Downloadable Gaming or on Instagram at Downloadable Gaming for a video version of all of these stories. Trust me, you're going to want to see them. So let me get this right. We're forced to listen to this spa music so your head doesn't explode and kill us all. Hey, you put that down. I am not giving you a massage. Fine, fine. Hand it over. Okay, for our final story of the day, we need to talk about this mishap that a theater had with <laughs> oh, Detective Pikachu. This is a very Pikachu episode right now. But this is what happened. According to a employee of Screen Rant who posted the whole incident on Twitter, he went into the movies as did a lot of families and a lot of little children to go see Detective Pikachu and something strange happened. So he started noticing that the trailers were not necessarily what you call kid friendly. Now if you go to movies and you've actually paid attention to the trailers outside of just seeing what movies are coming out, you would sense a theme that the trailers of movies always had something to do or it had some relation to the target audience that the main featured film is towards. So if you're doing a Detective Pikachu movie, which is supposed to be for kids and families, maybe you have trailers like, I don't know, Frozen 2, maybe a new Shrek movie. I don't know what movies are coming out for kids. I don't have any. But you know what trailers they got instead? Annabelle, they got Joker, they got Chucky, and something was a little off because there's no way you have these kind of trailers playing for a kid's movie. And then the featured film came, and you know what they got instead? A horror movie. So there's this movie, The Curse of La Ladrona, something like that. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how to pronounce this movie at all. I do know it's a horror movie. I do know the trailers were pretty creepy. And I do know it caused a lot of little kids to cry. 
So, not only did they make it through all of those trailers, they made it to a point in this movie where the woman in the white dress, which I'm assuming is supposed to be the person who terrorizes our main characters, goes and drowns a kid. She got to, they got to a point in that movie where they are drowning one child, another child witnesses it, runs, and the woman chases and catches that kid. That is how far they got into this movie by the time anybody watching it got up and told the employees what was going on. By then, you've already scarred so many kids' childhoods. You got kids that are probably not going to sleep that night, that week, and probably the rest of the month. Unless they're sleeping in their parents' bed, because I'm sorry, I'm not going to be five, six, seven, eight years old, you, I just see like another kid getting drowned in a movie. I can't perceive fiction from reality and you think I'm going to sleep in my own bed. I'm sorry. It would not have happened at my age. I was a kid that hated Halloween. So I, I just, I just don't understand. I don't understand how these employees, I don't understand where the screw up actually happened. It's, it, it may not even be the employee's fault. It may have been the signs got messed up for the theaters because, you know, some signs are digital and they tell you what movie and what time. Maybe that got mixed up. Maybe an employee did screw up and loaded the wrong movie. But how it ended was they stopped the movie immediately as soon as they were notified. And the families and anybody attending Detective Pikachu was moved on to the proper theater where the movie was being shown. But like I said... You've already scarred a lot of kids. There's no way in green earth here that these kids are not going to have nightmares. And no amount of Pokemon was going to fix that. Anyways, guys, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to see more visual version of these stories, be sure to check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Downloadable Gaming. And I'll see you all next time.